I am laughing too hard off of this episode we just recorded. It gets no better than this, ladies and gentlemen. We have great insight, good entertainment, laughter. What else are you looking for in a podcast? Watch this whole episode and see how our Mock Draft Monday went with zero RB strategy. Follow Roster Up Media for all your tangible insights in the NFL. Outstanding. Another Mock Draft Monday, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Andrew, a.k.a. C-Baby, joined with Ooze, Big Bets Ooze, and the law, Lance. We have another fine Mock Draft for you today. Quick reminder, we're doing two shows a week, and the second show coming on Thursday will be a non-Mock Draft episode. It'll be either draft tips, some type of special show. We might have some special guests. So check us out through the whole week. Before we get started on anything, public service announcement. Content is flying over at Roster Up Media. Uh, We got symbol articles. We've got season-long podcasts. We've got uh, DFS. We've got multiple NFL teams, Giants, Jets, Panthers, Lions, and Bills. And rumor has it that we might add like three more teams before the season starts. So if your team is up, go take a listen to their pod as well as ours. And it's just a straight up roster media takeover. So, you know, ride the wave. What are you guys doing? So we're going to do a zero RB draft tonight. Uh, We'll be drafting together and we'll explain the zero mock draft strategy and approach. Before that, I'm going to have new uh, ooze get into the news about what's been going on in the league lately. Uh, yeah, so I've been bashed and texted and emailed and called about my boy, Ginger Jesus, uh, Carson Wentz. He is out for five to six weeks. His surgery went well. He had surgery today, August 2nd at 4 o'clock p.m. Um, initially, he wanted to do rehab and rest, but I think the right choice was to do the surgery. Um, It was just a little bone, almost like a bone spur type of thing that he kind of broke his foot maybe back in high school and or something like that. And it healed over itself. And all it took was just a matter of time, him being an NFL and his one good push off of his left foot. And, you know, he felt a little twinge. He was, you know, walked fine and stuff like that. And. um, Dr. Uh, Anderson, you know, looked at the scans on Sunday um, and said, yeah, you're going to need at least surgery, a minor, minor, minor surgery, or you can rest and rehab. So the Colts being the best organization there is says, hey, what's the best possible outcome that we can give you as a player and as a team, which was surgery. He wanted to rest, but with rest, you know, you can go rest your foot for three, four weeks. All it takes is one agitation of the foot and boom, we're now back to option two, which is surgery. 
So they said, let's just fix the foot, go to surgery, five to five to 12 weeks. Hopefully we're on the five, six, seven um, range. And uh, he might be missing two games, maybe three, maybe the first quarter, which is 12 weeks um, of the season. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Dak shoulder, um, Cowboys seemed fine. Um, it was like, I, I didn't think it was super bad. It just, you know, he had a little tweak in his shoulder. He was out there doing as much as he can, even running to with his left. It wasn't throwing. Um, so that was good, but he was still out there participating in camp. Um, good to go. So one thing I did see today was, um, Saquon on the pup. He was on the pup before, but they're saying, uh, Coach Judge um, was saying that they're thinking long term here, um, as in a long term rehab, trying to get him back, not to rush anything. So they put him on the pup today. Um, Lamar Jackson has COVID for the second time. Just, I mean, and we have somebody else, don't we? Who? Kirk Cousins? Oh, Kirk Cousins also got, yo, <laughs> Kirk Cousins got COVID. Uh, they only got, you know, Zimmerman out there yelling at his players, get get the vaccinated because this is, like, you can already see the detriment to the team. I mean, but again. They only have one quarterback that can actually uh, yeah. do anything for them for the next few weeks. Right. So, um, you know, again, this is your own body. You can do what you need to do. But, you know, as a player, I will feel like I don't want to detriment, like, you know, I'll, t- I'll get the you know, vaccine and, you know, protect myself and then others around you. But again, that's just my choice. They got to make their own. If they're not going to like, you know, one thing that Coach Wright was saying, like, we're not going to bash them. If they don't, you know, but if they're also going to be safe, they, they're fine. You know, I mean, we've lived through this, you know, last um, last year. So, you know, that that. But Lamar getting COVID for the second time is just super scary. You know what I mean? Now that, you know, anti- you know, you do have the antibodies for, you know, some people for months, some people for, for the rest of their lives. But, you know, once that shit goes, you can, you're open to it again, especially with that, you know, new variants out there. Um, what else? McCall, um, McCall Hardman, Harmon McCall, whatever. But just, right? McCall Hardman, I'm not, I'm not bugging his name. Um, I think I'm butchering his name. But our wide receiver two of um, for the chiefs looking good in camp. That guy might be, uh, I mean, I think Lance was talking about it last week. And wasn't uh, he the same guy dropping all the passes in the Super Bowl? Yes. He was the same one dropping all the passes in the Super Bowl, but. And he's trying to catch a new contract. He, uh, he, uh, he might, he, the way he's looking in camp, he might, he might catch a new contract. You know what I mean? So, um, anything else? I, I don't. I don't really, you know, have anything else with. Uh, oh, uh, T. Ray did have there. Like uh, Devontae Freeman did sign a one-year deal with the Saints. Um, this. Oh, talking about the Saints. News to me, which is very crazy, that Taysom Hill is taking first-team reps, and majority of first-team reps too. So. James Winston you know, supposedly ain't looking too good out there, which is which is bad. He's just losing a 
QB battle. My, he was my dark horse QB. Oh, no, if no it all sales. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> he's just, he just darkness. Like, you know, you gotta get a, just, just shade him out. You know what I mean? Uh, Cross him off. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think that's that's much it for fantasy relevance. You know, you last, about, last but, thing I want to bring up is Hard Knock starts August 10th, and you will oh, be yeah. reviewing that come oh, shows man. after uh each week yeah that'll be on yeah that'll be on our thursday show because they august 10th next week. tuesday is tuesday yep yeah. they'll come on every tuesday yep so i'll be reviewing that on uh uh thursday shows thurs- thursday shows thursday shows yes because we're going to and it's august baby we, we we're that much closer that oh, much yeah. closer everyone get ready we're a couple days away from uh first game your drafts are coming and going. Me and our fearless leader, Cody, over on the DFS side, uh, scheduled our first league, our high-stakes league together, and we're going to preview that on an episode. It's it's Football's coming, guys. It's coming. All right, Ooze, thanks for the news update, and now we're going to get into some <clears> – <throat> mock draft but we're going to start this off with kind of lance giving an overview of how zero rb strategy works and you know some reasons to do it some good and bad and you know the strategy behind it so go ahead lance okay so there's a few reasons why somebody might go rb zero or or in other words heavy on the wide receivers Um, sometimes it's just the way it's fallen to you in the draft, especially if you're a player who likes to pick the best available options. Um, Another reason is your league setup. It's very important to understand what your league is is set up like. Uh, One of my leagues last year, there was only one required running back. That means you were starting three super flexes. Um, Actually, there were just regular flexes. But in that scenario, wide receivers typically put up more consistent and and higher numbers than some of those second and third tier running backs. So you may find yourself wanting to stash up on the the higher uh, wide receivers, the more known variables than the guys who were second, third, and and fourth on their team slots. You don't want to deal with a bunch of people who might just get you points. You're looking for people who are going to get you those points especially high in draft, especially those first four to six rounds. So what we're going to go through is show you where we see in a typical draft, somebody doing um, where it might be very useful to them to do a zero RB. Our setup is still, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, our setup is still two running backs, three receivers, one flex and a tight end. We did not change that from the original. Yep, and it's still half-point PPR. Still half-point PPR. If you find yourself in a league where you've got a full point, it could change a lot of things for you. Um, But that being said, uh, if you've got one of those league setups where the running back is only required to be one, you may want to start looking at hitting up those wide receivers early and often and maybe getting that tight end in there, couple in, maybe take a flyer on pits later on in the fourth, fifth round, and and see what you can actually do with yourself. Um, So that's what we're going to be doing with this draft. We're, instead of drafting our own teams, 
we're all going to take a stab at drafting for this zero running back team. I think, Andrew, we're going to do, we're going to argue for the position, <laughs> but in the case that we can't make a decision, one of us is going to, the one of us who doesn't have a stake in it is going to end up making the final vote on who we picked that round, correct? Correct. Something like that, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> along those lines. Yeah, you know what I mean? For, for me, like, I think it will be easier just to, you know, maybe we'll just say, you know, CB we can take the first pick, Lance take the second, I'll take the third. You know what I mean? Our, for me, in zero RB, I mean, we can also just keep, you know, we can have a consensus as well, but just the same. Um, I, I think the first two rounds will be very easy consensus. I think three you and think four. You think so? It could be because we're looking okay. at – we're looking at Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, hopefully. All right. I mean, if, I mean, if, I'm if gonna be more, so. I'm gonna be more <laughs> on board with what you guys want, most likely. But I think the third, maybe the second and the fourth will be like those later rounds, depending on how many RBs and if there's a tight end available. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll get into it. But I think we'll have a little bit of consensus and we won't get too crazy with things. Uh, we're going to be drafting from the number nine spot. And the only thing I want to point out here is sometimes because of the fact that RBs get hurt so frequently, it's almost like a safer pick to take these, uh, wide outs. It's like, it limits your risk a little bit. So that's in some people's opinion, better to do it. And, you know, you can throw, you know, arguments both way as to not do zero RB, but, you know, it's a solid approach and sometimes it works out beneficial ooze in our league of uh, his league, the rough league, he won with a zero RB team. So, I mean, it happens, but I, I would, I would put out there. It is very, very tough. It is very, very tough. Um, you have, you like when we say zero RB, we're talking probably the first three to four rounds, right? We're Correct. talking to fill up the first three wide receiver spots, maybe the flex. Um, we're not just trying. We're not trying to tell you guys, hey, we're doing zero RB, and we're not drafting a, a running back till the sixth, seventh, eighth round. You know what I mean? That's not what we're trying to do out here. We're trying to maximize the the position, which is also uh, valued higher in your leagues you know, the three wide receiver, the two wide receiver, two flex, or the three wide receiver and, and one flex um, in most cases here. You know, when, when and like Lance was saying, when we're talking about um, running backs, running backs, we, you know, we have those, you know, bell, bell cow running backs, your Zeke's, your, um, there's not really a lot out there I can label from the top of my head, your Saquon's, your Alvin's, uh, give me one more, guys. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Your Dalvin Cooks, right? But that's, you know, we can name probably 10 of bell cows, maybe, meaning they have the majority of the uh, of the, uh, touches. They're a 70 to 80% of the carries per game uh, type of running backs. And then after that, we have a lot of handcuffs slash just RB2 type of, running backs, which are they're split 50, 50, 60, 40. Um, and we don't know who's going to get the goal line touches who are going to get more touches in the uh, red zone or 
whatever case may be, if they're just a, you know, a scat back or a third round, third down back or whatever case may be with those, we, we don't really trust those. So why would we do that if, you know, it, uh, a, a wide receiver two may give us a better opportunity than a RB1 on a certain team? That's when we are, you know, going to those zero RBs on the later round of those uh, drafts. So those eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 type of uh, spots, right? Yep. You might get away with it as early as one, as uh, the fifth, sixth, or seventh, but you really don't want to try a zero running back in the first, second, or third pick or the 11th and 12th. And a lot of it comes down to the fact that you're picking back to back, especially on 11 and 12, especially on one and two. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody draft a wide receiver one overall. Um, but that being said, I've seen people draft a running back first overall pick and then nothing but wide receivers until the eighth, ninth round. And that's kind of similar to an RB zero. It's obviously not an RB zero, but it's similar in the sense that they went for a specific type of player and they kept pounding it and pounding it and pounding it. Um, but what you may run into if you're trying to do that at the, the back of the draft, the 11th and 12th, you might start reaching for some of those running backs who may still be on a board in the sixth, seventh round, who really normally would go off the board in the ninth, 10th round. And all because now you're trying to get some of those running backs that you, you foregoed earlier on in that draft. So we don't want you reaching. We just want you thinking smart and making good decisions that you can live with. All valid points by my esteemed co-hosts, Lance and Ooze. So unless you guys got anything else, I think we can get into it. Uh, we're drafting at spot number nine, and I'm ready to hit start if you guys are. Yeah, ready. I'm ready. Here we go. So first off the board, Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Saquon. First six teams, all running backs, team seven, Tyreek Hill, then Aaron Jones right off the board, team eight. We're looking at Kelsey, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, and D-Hops as our first pick. Mind you, Nick Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott out there. If this was a regular draft, I'd be thinking we're taking Zeke or Nick Chubb. But to me, this pick is Devontae Adams. I think Lance would agree with that. I'm not so sure about Ooze, but lay it on me, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. If I was going with best available um, and strictly off of ADP, I'll probably have gone Zeke here. But since we're doing the zero RB, definitely Devontae Adams is the absolute for sure pick here. This is no doubt in, in my mind the pick here. Same. I, I don't think I'd go for Kelsey. I'm, I don't really like taking tight ends that early. He wouldn't be the first tight end I'd take. But I just wouldn't take him that early. Consensus agreement on this one. So Devontae Adams, our first pick, uh, led the league in – Touchdowns for receivers? I think touchdowns and receptions, I okay. believe. And then off the board after that was Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Stefan Diggs, and D Hop. 
then Kelsey and Austin Eckler, Lance's boy. Now we're looking at Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, and if we want to get a little crazy, George Kittle at the tight end and maybe even Darren Waller. Go ahead. I mean, what are you thinking a, here? It's a coin flip between Metcalf and Ridley, and I don't mind either or. You can spit arguments for both, but in and, my in my remember, opinion, either or. And remember, we're talking about uh, half point PPR. Um, for me, I think with if it, it was you know my team, I'm going off of absolute volume here when you're talking about all right with um calvin ridley aj green is not there anymore talvin uh uh, julio who i said who did i say does not aj green which is still true he's not in his old team (laughs) (laughs) yeah well um julio jones not there anymore calvin was number two now he moves to number one um he was getting super volume when uh julio jones was injured and when when julio jones was there so for me, volume is key. So I'll go with uh, Calvin really there. And I wouldn't argue against that because I do remember one or two games last year where Metcalf only got one catch or zero catches in the game against Arizona. And his only highlight was the fact that he chased down that guy and, and tackled him. <laughs> so that's not fantasy points for you. That's not necessarily going to be something that helps you. Um, so I would go with Calvin Ridley, hoping for the upside. I can agree with that. I would go either way, like I said. So Calvin Ridley with the volume upside, I can dig it. As we're going down and coming back around, we got Patrick Mahomes, Antonio Gibson, Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Darren Waller, and George Killer Kittle back-to-back. Harris, Jefferson, Dobbins, Swift, Michael Thomas, who is still getting drafted a little bit early, then Miles Sanders and David Montgomery, and Allen Robinson right before us. Now we are looking at wide receivers on the board, Keenan Allen, Scary Terry, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb, Julio, Amari Cooper, and then as we're getting closer to the fourth round, the why are the running backs on the board are Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, blah, blah, blah. Just something to consider for the next pick. So he said, he said blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. There's I no like, really more running backs after that. So hence blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like Keenan Allen here. Um, last year with Justin Herbert, he missed two games, right? Mm-hmm. He had 147 targets with 992 yards and eight touchdowns he will increase that michael thomas will take away a little bit more because justin herbert loves the big target but mike williams mike williams why do i keep saying i today i'm sorry i am all that, over the place that's why i'm all here right. though <laughs> i appreciate you mike williams you. mike williams big target loves uh and justin herbert loves the big target there but with him missing two games with Kenny Allen missing two games last year and still almost breaking a thousand yards in at, at draft in the third round. There's no way for me to say, yeah, I'm going to pass on Ken Allen. I think this year full and you know, 
that's 147 targets without a preseason, 140, uh, almost 1,000 yards without uh, a, a training camp. We're talking now full camp, three preseason, preseason games, and an extra game. I'm going Keenan out of here. And I also compared to the next person on the on the board is uh, McLaren is I don't really like the quarterback situation in Washington. So if I'm looking at who's actually giving him the ball, there's nobody competing with Herbert. So I want Kenyon Allen, who's always been consistent, no matter if it's Philip Rivers or Justin Herbert. I don't want Terry dealing with whether it's going to be Fitzmagic, whether it's going to be somebody else. Uh, I- I, I, I get what you're saying there. Um, I don't. And, and nice enough, Mike Evans came back to us. I mean. Go I ahead, Ooze. Like, so I, I, I like, I understand what you're saying there when, when it comes to Fitz, uh, Fitz, Fitz Magic, right? But his name is Fitz Magic. This man <laughs> produces. For some reason, it's unfortunate that he goes on this journeyman Year after year after year after year, this guy might be – he might make a record of playing for all 32 teams. <laughs> you know, but there's, you know a, I mean? there's a reason why he's on all 32 teams. They because handed, him a, they handed him a contract in Buffalo, and he proceeded to lose five straight games. I mean – He had a good year, got the Jets almost into the playoffs, and then the next year he looked like they – somehow he was body swapped with somebody else. <laughs> As soon as he gets the contracts, as soon as he gets something big, he disappears. The same thing in, in the Bucks when he was playing for the Bucks, You couldn't tell which game you were going to get out of him. Is he going three interceptions or is he going three touchdowns? And I don't want to deal with that kind of magic, as we call it. I, I mean, I get it. You know, for, in Miami, he did go 13 and 8, um, 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. But he also got pulled for winning. You know, what I mean, I think when you, when you're talking about Scary Terry and his and and the way that uh, Fitzmagic loves to go deep, I think that's a, a viable option when we're talking about Keenan Allen uh, between Keenan Allen and Scary Terry. Um, when we talk about Terry right there, so I don't think you're giving Ryan too much. Uh, a, a bad look. I feel like you know. What I mean, I I feel like this this should be if more respect. If he was benched for Tua, he, who's he going to get benched he, for this year? No, 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 no. But you have to understand the situation why he was benched for Tua. He was benched for Tua for Tua because he put the team in a position to win. So they were like, "Oh, thank you for your service. <laughs> let this young guy come. Let this young guy come in and do his thing." And oh, they, it was and a they, conspiracy. And, and, no, it was it was a thing. He, they they talked to the coach. The coach was like. I think it was the right time to, for Tua to come in the NFL and and prove, you know, use our number one draft pick. Guess what? They went two and two. It's like, oh, Fitz, we need you. You know what I mean? This guy can wait to the offseason. <laughs> as much as I want to argue about Fitz, I want to reel it back in and get back to the draft. But one thing I will point out is if you want to be, you know, super semi-strategic about things and you take Terry and you have a fear of this whole Fitz magic, getting benched, not being the quarterback in the second half. Hopefully he produces to Gary Terry in the beginning. And a good thing you can do with uh, zero RB drafts and strategy is trade bait. 
for better running backs, say you keep two or three wide receivers and then you get rid of one and you balance out your team a little bit. So, I mean, I could see a world where if we took Terry there and we actually had this team and him and Fitz are on a roll, you're basically like, let's see what we can get for scary Terry while he's hot, basically. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the second half, it's no more Fitz magic because that usually is what happens. And you're basically a better RB and one less wide receiver who's not hot anymore. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there. But after we picked, uh, while you guys were talking, I made the pick for Keenan Allen. So right now we have uh, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, filling up our three wideout receivers uh, positions. And then we still have our flex, tight end, and all the other positions available. Then after that went C.D. Lamb in front of Amari Cooper. Between them was Carson and Julio, and then Josh Jacobs. And now we're back at round four, pick number four, and we're looking at Mike Evans in our flex. So if you're going zero RB, are are you thinking right now in the third round? Are you thinking about any other position than wide receiver? Are you thinking about fourth round? Uh, fourth round. Yeah. Sorry. Are you thinking about Josh Allen? Are you thinking about any of the tight ends that may still be there? Uh, let everybody know the tight ends three have come off the board. We're looking at Mark Andrews and Pitts. So for me, I'm looking at my, the, the, the next best available two wide receivers. So I'll like, for me, I'll filter wide receivers, see like who are there, who's there to, to talk about what's my flex um, option. Then I'm going to go over to the running backs and maybe seeing, because we have, I do have a long way till my fifth round pick comes. I'm back to the ninth pick in the fifth round. I want to see, can I get um, any value there as my RB one? So when we're sitting here, we're looking at Darren Henderson. Miles Gaskin is very interesting to me at at uh at this pick, um, out of Miami. Also, we have the the rookie, uh, Travis Entenen. Entenen, am I saying that right? Um, Kareem so. Hunt, <laughs> Kareem Hunt, uh, Mike Davis, which I'm not looking at. James Robinson, Javante Williams, which has the RB one for me. Um, over at Denver. Um, but I think if it was for me, Mike Gaskin, definitely a pick here. This was sure up my RB1. Um, guy ran for, you know, he, he, had, he had 11 games. Um, he also had 41 receptions last year. So PPR, remember, we're going for volume with a zero RB. 41. Oh, yeah, he was a... He was a very good pick last year, but are you concerned that you're giving up too much by looking over Mike Evans? Not really, because, you know, even though we're doing zero RB, we still need running backs to produce. Uh, we, we need like a, a medium to high floor, at least on running backs. We're not looking for high ceilings. Like, we, you know, when we talk about McCaffrey, Cook, you know, those are, they can hit them for the 30s. 30 points to get him with the 28s. You know, we're just looking for a good 12 to 13, 14, 15, maybe 
uh, points with the running backs. But with Gaskins, you can definitely get that because of the fact that we're getting uh, receptions, okay? He had two receiving touchdowns with 41 receptions and 388 yards. I'm I'm completely good with that, with this uh, zero RB, because on the back end, uh, on fifth round, we're going straight back. For me, and we're going straight back to uh, right receiver to fill that flex spot. Lance, what's your pick here? Uh, I can definitely go for Miles Gaskin. I love him. Um, my uh, my only devil's advocate is if you're looking at running back, why wouldn't you take the bell the bell cow in L.A. with Daryl Henderson? And I know I've made arguments that his middle name is questionable. Um, Daryl, questionable Henderson, but would you not look at him considering he's so, the number one? So my thing with Daryl Henderson is that he doesn't have PPR. Um, if it was a standard league, I'll definitely take him. For me, but that I mean, PPR variability—that's that, that's that is for. that is key because one, if you, if you looked at um, if you look at Matthew Stafford last year, he barely, if anything threw down or checked down to uh, his running backs. He was, unless it was a, a design call for a screen, uh, a toss or something like that, he's not passing to his running back. Or he scrambled and there's a dump. But even his dumps are more of his to his tight ends or middle of the field sidearm slinger. So him going over to the Rams, they weren't even designed for um, running back screens either when it came to Jared Goff. So for me, I'm going with someone that I know had PPR output. I know that can run the ball, and he's the number one, and he's the most value for me after picking up three wide receivers is going Miles Gaskin. And that's what we did. We just pulled the trigger on Gaskin, and now the the rest of the draft is ripping. I will say this. I was going to chime in and say I would consider – either Mike Evans or Robert Woods there, a very good floor wide receiver like with, with Woods or that potential just a better season with Mike Evans, with Tom Brady in my flex. But I'm after listening to that, you guys pretty much sold me on Miles Gaskin to make that pick to help shore up our RB so it's not a problem later. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't want to do in these exactly. type of drafts is have a super bad problem exactly. at a position later. That, because now when 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 you have that problem, you have the problem that everybody else can solve, right? So Correct. now you're you're being you're, you're not even in the position of power even though let's say um team number 4, right? Team number 4 has Chris McCaffrey, uh, J- uh Joe Mixon, D Swift, um, Moore, and Cup as his receivers. He's that's not even a good. Okay, let's let's go to Team Three. Team Three is a better example. They got Dalvin Cook, Chase Edmonds, um, and uh, Chase Edwards, and then Jacob Dobbins. But then he has Lamar Jackson and Kyle Pitts. He has no wide receivers, right? Yeah. So if we go Mike Evans there or another wide receiver, one, we're going to take that player out of our flex. And then trade for, and then we have to package that with another player, maybe to go get a Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. But why would they do it if there's so much more value and there's so much more players he can go for high upside in the draft? You know what I mean? 
Yep. So let's no, not put ourselves let, let's not put ourselves in, in, in a deeper hole that we're already gonna put ourselves in. Correct. After that, we had a handful of players go off the board, and it's back to our pick. Henderson, Josh Allen, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson with COVID for the second time, Chris Godwin, Kyle Murray, Robert Woods, Et- Etni from the Wookiee from Jacksonville, Kyle Pitts, Cooper Cup, Hawk, Kenny G right next to him, uh, Thielen, and OBJ, who has now creeped into the fifth round, which is yeah, a the, new the, one for me. I, I think everybody's watching him in camp. Um, you know, like I said, for me, if I'm working from home, my third screen behind my like log me in is uh, NFL Network. So I'm listening or <laughs> tapping through and seeing like whatever they're talking about. And it, it really does seem like he's over the ACL. He's participating in camp. He's making catches that OBJ was making out of, you know, his first year in uh, Cleveland slash his, you know, his what his one good year in uh, or the year before he got traded yeah. uh, in, in, in the Giants. So um, he's looking good. He's cutting sharp. Um, I think that's why you see the, the rise in ADP when it comes to uh, OBJ. So now we got on the board for the decision of Kareem Hunt as another RB. We got Dak, if we want to go uh, QB or Justin Herbert. We have Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh, Tyler Lockett, who I like. Uh, Jamar Chase, rookie, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins, Javante Williams, Russell Wilson. Uh, If this was me... I probably still wouldn't be looking for a quarterback here. Jackson's there, but I don't... Not with Herbert sitting there and not with Russell sitting there, would I go after Dak? No. I'm I'm Um, going going back to wide receiver was me. So which out of those choices, which one are which one sticks out to you? Um, uh, Tyler Lockett instantly for me. Tyler Lockett sits out there. Um, I can grab him. That's a as my wide receiver four, and being one of the proven ones out there. Because like you know, when we filter um, to wide receivers, you have Deontay Johnson out of pit. JJ still there. I mean, Juju, I mean, sorry. Juju's still there dancing on that beat. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything with that bad offensive line. Slim Jim, uh, uh, Big Ben, okay? Slim Big. Claypool. <laughs> you know, there's Claypool still out there. I'm, I'm good off of that. Uh, Jamal Chase still got to prove himself. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter, you know. There's an LSU connection out there, yes. T. Higgins is the number one, you know, wide receiver there so even though jamar chase is his teammate from lsu i'm not trusting that um there's there is brandon york i think that's that's a, a a nice comparison to um ty lockett but i like ty lockett's ppr uh, upside there what do you Lance, think what you got yeah i i don't trust pittsburgh wide receivers um it, it really depends on what year you're looking at them one of them is going to pop off. There's no guarantee it's going to be Deontay. So I would go with Tyler Lockett here too. And that's who we took, Tyler Lockett. So our zero RB team is looking like Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, 
Mike Gaskins, and then Tyler Lockett in our flex. And then off the board after that was Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Kareem Hunt, Jamar Chase, Mike Davis, and Chase Edmonds. And now we're looking... This is where it gets interesting because we filled up our flex and our wide receivers. We have tight end to fill in QB running back, or there are these, what I say, uh, tier jumpers and wide receivers that happen around the sixth and fifth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, example being your uh, D- DK Metcalf from last year, who was going in the sixth round and now mm-hmm. he's a second round pick. So there still is value in wide receivers, even though we filled up these positions. But mind you, like we said earlier, you don't want to dig yourself into a hole. So Lance, where where's your head at on this pick in the sixth round? I always like my high floor, Russell Wilson. But based on what we have, I kind of like the rookie out of Denver running back, taking Javante Williams and slotting him in here as my second RB. Um I think I can get quarterbacks with good upside still. There's Tom Brady still available. There's plenty of other options. I don't need to grab a quarterback here if I don't want to. Um, so I actually, considering I only went with one RB, might go back to that well. Might go back to a running back, and I'm thinking Javante Williams. So you like Javante Williams out there. I don't like – I don't like – um, rookie running backs on bad teams. That just doesn't work out for me. Um, what about Saquon? He was on the Giants, a bad team, but he still went what, but he, round but, one. But he, but he's he was also a, a top five pick. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, like or I'm talking about. I'm talking about second round. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he wasn't top five. Uh, you sure? Yeah, I think so. And the Panthers were bad after their Super Bowl appearance. You sure? I think so. Are you sure? I'm looking. I'm looking. Are you sure? Oh, you know what? You might. You might be right. Pick number eight. He was top ten. You said top five. <laughs> That's not top five. I mean, he, he, <laughs> quick maths. He, 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 you know, he got deducted because he was uh, he was white. Okay, it was the first. It was the. It was the. He had was, reverse white privilege. No, no. Look, it was the first. I'm telling. I think it was uh, history. The first white running back to go top ten. Okay, uh, so um, you know, people got a little sketchy on there. You know what I mean? You know, it was like, oh, this guy's a brother. You know, yeah, you're running the rock. But he was top 10, but, but going back to um, your boy, Javante Williams, he was the second round, wasn't he? Let me fact check that one. Hopefully that's on here. I, I want to say yes to that. I just don't know. I'm pretty sure it was the second round. Um, so for me, he wasn't a top 10, top five running back off the board. He, he wasn't like a, a, a much needed um, running back or a high caliber running back for me coming off and going to a Denver team that is trying to find itself. Um, I'm not, I'm not really keen on that. So if I, if I go down the list here on um, that run on those running backs, 
I'm looking at probably a Leonard Fournette or a um, Ronald Jones because you know we're still we still have you know RB ones or um, that's still on the board for those teams. Um, maybe a James Conner, but I'm I'm probably going for uh, one of those two of Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones. The Super Bowl team coming back, they they were sharing the rock a little bit. Um, my only thing is being so early, drafting so early, we don't know who's going to take the the helm for that for that team. So if it was me, I'll probably go one, one of those two. Don't like because one, they're proven, super, uh, they're former Super Bowl champs. Uh, and with uh, Ronald Jones, you know, if you go back and look at his stats uh, from 2019 uh, or 2020, sorry. Uh, seven touchdowns, almost a thousand yards with Tampa Bay, and that's with uh, Leonard Fournette coming back, and coming again traded to them uh, later in the season. So, I'll go for proven over rookie for me. So, uh, see, so baby, you can. Uh, so I'll say Ronald Jones for me for right now. Yeah, and then Lance is saying Javante Williams. He was to answer your question. He was picked thirty-five, so he was on second the, round, yeah. the second round, but early. And the only thing I'm going to say is there is more upside with the rookie, and I agree with both of your points. I just I don't know. Sometimes I like those mid-round rookies to give you some upside. Uh, example, yeah, Jones, Antonio Gibson. Ronald Jones last is, a year. Known, is a known position. He's not going to get you more than 1,000 yards rushing. He's not going to get more than 400 yards catching. Who is? Jones. He's not going to do it. Wait. Am I missing something here? You're missing You're missing a lot. Does, does this man not? <laughs> does, wait. Does this man, he played 14 games last year and rushed for 978. Yeah, 978 with Fournette 14 not games. there for how many of those games? Six? So he was the only games. running back. But 14 games. So he was injured for two of them, correct? I think if so, in, yeah. If he was injured for two of them, he can't get 22 yards? That's a 1,000-yard rusher. He also had 10 touchdowns. Oh, no, sorry. He had seven touchdowns. So that's 20. So two games, he could have had a nice between those two games. Probably, I'll give him two two ten between two games. When and and maybe a touchdown. When you're zero RB, the only thing I'm thinking of is we got Gaskin as kind of like a key high floor player, and I get what you're saying with Ronald Jones to establish almost another floor player with a proven offense and Super Bowl championships. But at this point, or at another point is upside. Like, can Javante Williams have some similar upside to, say, an Antonio Gibson or a Jonathan Taylor of last year and become, you know, a higher round pick come next year? Okay, Wouldn't you want that upside versus? I'll take the upside if he was there maybe round eight, maybe. But if I'm talking about this is where Antonio Gibson went last year, round six, round seven. 
Right. But now we're talking about our RB2. We're talking about, we need a higher floor than upside, right? We need a higher floor than potential. You know what I mean? Those, like for me, Javante Williams is a, is a sleeper or a late round, late round flyer um, type of type of pick, especially going RB, uh, zero RB. The, you know who the, the number, the, I just looked up just to make, just make sure I wasn't crazy because I, I thought so. But Melvin Gordon is still the number one uh, running back wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't he the number one uh, running back when he got run out of uh, the Chargers? Didn't Tickler <laughs> run him out of the Chargers? Oh, Who needs Melvin Gordon? No, no, no. Look, no, no. the fact that no, no, somebody no, no. in the second round means that Mel- they don't Melvin, even trust Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Melvin, Melvin Gordon's mom is drafting somebody else than Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Melvin Gordon limped <laughs> himself out of there. What you talking about? That man got himself... Not, no, sorry. He didn't even limp himself so out there. Paid no, no, in a position he, he where got, he was the number one running back. He priced himself out of there. That man wanted to get paid, and he didn't get paid, and it got him out of there. So we I went Javante Williams. Because he couldn't I don't perform. Like that he wanted to get paid, and... but he couldn't perform. That's what his problem was. I'm sorry, Ooze. I went Javante Williams. I don't like that pick at but all. the next pick will probably be sided with you if we have another disagreement i just if we lose any other rookies i kind of just want some hopeful upside i'll take that in this type of experience and we'll see what happens we'll see how our, the Robinson, rest of our team Higgins, and this is and this is my problem right yep J, uh james robinson t higgins melvin gordon brandy uh, uh Devontae uh johnson, johnson. uh Claypool came off, Aaron Rodgers came off, Ronald Jones came off. On the turn, Jared Judy, Devontae Sam, uh, Samuels, uh, Courtney Sutton, Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson, Racine Mozart, uh, DJ Chark, and David Johnson, and Robbie Anderson came off. Why, for me, is why do we go upside when we couldn't have guaranteed a higher floor? Those 10 picks because in the playoffs he had 135 yards. How many games did they play in the playoffs? In the playoffs, Andrew, you remember how many games they played in the playoffs? We're not worried about the playoffs, baby. Second round, third round, and the Super Bowl four games, and he couldn't get 22 yards. He didn't average 22 yards, he didn't even average 22 yards because they gave the hot hand, and the hot hand at the time was for that. They went to passing. Tom Brady started. Waking back cool, up, but that's I mean, what it went to. That's fine. They're still going to do that this year. So his floor comes down. Though. His floor isn't that high. It comes down. The, the I, floor is higher for me than, than Devontae Williams. I agree with you with that. I'll give you that. I just went upside, and, you know, we had to make a pick. And we don't want to be here all day. I will say this. Even wow. though it's not the Patriots, it's – like last tail, half of the season kind of reminded me of the Patriots where it was like when you were drafting Patriots, when Tom Brady was on the team, you couldn't trust like so, who any, like most of the draft picks because any given week, it was just like, who's going to go off for the Patriots. Like you couldn't trust the running backs. No, even and, I, though, and, 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 and I get that. Right. But I feel like you, we could have gone high floor there. And maybe next round, go Javon and still go Javante Williams. He'll still been out there. Yeah, 
and then well, we, now, now we, and, then, and then now now we guarantee right now we guarantee one the beginning of the season for Ronald Jones running the rock whatever case may be and letting the rookie test the waters get himself acclimated to the speed of the game of the NFL and then next you know second half he's taking off he's a RB2 he wouldn't have been there i would agree with lance with that but you know, may- look at look look who's in front of him. They like Melvin Gordon is definitely getting picked in front of him. He's like I, I, the uh, as many mock know. drafts have I done, Melvin Gordon and those two switch. He would have definitely been gone. I I promise you that. I I would put money on that one. But we're now the guy in still the doesn't se- have a thousand yards in a season to his name. I mean, but we're, I don't, <laughs> to his name, I don't. He was the only any, running back there the year before, and he didn't put up a thousand yards. So you, mean, you're you're understandable. claiming this, no, this understandable. ceiling that doesn't exist. No, it's this not the ceiling. No, the floor exists. He's, floor, he's talking about the, the rafters floor. are the are floor exists. There's nothing holding the floor up. No, the floor. It's not even numbers holding it up. No, the he floor doesn't exists. have a thousand the yards. Floor, the floor exists there. Okay. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't even pass career a thousand yards until no, last no, year. No, 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 no. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna reel it back in because I do like the debates and the banter, but we got to make some picks. We're uh, running close on time, and I want to, you know, get the kids to bed. Not my kids, other people's kids. So anyway, uh, still don't have a tight end. We still don't have a quarterback. Yep. We're and set up with a flex. Um, are you guys thinking defense here? You guys, you guys want to no shot. Um, <laughs> no shot. I am still looking at wide receivers um, because if you look at tight ends, I think the top the top tier of tight ends is gone. Yep. Um, I can probably find a uh, like. Uh, see, we go to tight ends. Let's take a look there. Um, yeah. So no event. Mike. Uh, Mike. Gesicki. Uh, Kisuki was I nice. Might, yeah, that's a nice pick. Logan, you know what? For me, I'll probably go Logan Thomas or Mike Kisuki. Right now? Yes, no. actually right now. Because right I don't now? Yeah, because I don't think those two will be there um, after. We're, we're on the turn, so they could be around eight. I, I would say at least hold off one more round, if not two. If, uh, so Lance, you, so, Lance so, what's so, your so, pick? So Lance, so Lance what, what were you so doing with that? So, so we're so seven nine. We're seven nine. If we're thinking another wide receiver, do we think Devontae Smith is going to be that number one in Philly? Because otherwise, you're looking at number two in Pittsburgh, which is Juju. You're looking at. See, now this is why I don't like this Devontae Williams pick because I think Lance is right here. Lance is correct at round number seven, eight. I might take the Devontae Smith because he's still out there. He's going to be probably number one because he has to be number one. One, because it's uh, Hurts' old teammate. Two, Jalen Rager just wasn't cutting it, or he's going to get moved to number two. So Let, Let me throw this out there. I agree with what you're saying. If we knew Devontae Smith would be here in round seven, which I didn't think he would, I probably wouldn't have made the Javante Williams pick or been less inclined to do it. But I will say this, Leonard Fournette is still there if we wanted to go a third RB for our team. And he's just 
to me, it's like a copy and paste of Ronald Jones almost. It's just who's going to get the touchdown or the carries that day. In, and yeah, and in typically Tampa if Bay. I go heavy wide receiver, I go heavy running back in that middle, middle in the end. I, I probably wouldn't pick another wide receiver, but maybe a rookie later, later on. For me, I'm like at this point with the running backs we have, I'm already punted. I'm already punted on run, running backs because. So what's your pick for so this me? Round? So for me, it was rubbing that tight end. Yep. To sure up. Right. Or and, if or, it wasn't tight end. It will be in the, another wide receiver. And that'd be Devontae Smith. I'll probably Fuller. go. I'll probably go Devontae Smith here. Lance, what would you do? Go ahead. All um, right. Devontae Smith. Yo, give me my Devontae Smith. Lance got <laughs> Williams back there. Devontae Smith is now on our team. Then Dallas Goddard went. Harris, Noah Fant, Jalen Hurts, Tyler Boyd, Juju. Now you can take your pick at that tight end if you still want that yeah, tight end. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll definitely take that pick and tight end. Logan, which one do you like better, Kaseki or Logan Thomas? And we have Tyler Higby down there still. So either I think either if you're way, big on Fitzmagic, I would go with Logan Thomas. But if I you're not, it, I would I go gonna, with Kaseki. I was going to say either one is fine because Kaseki was was eaten last year with with uh ryan and he's going and then logan thomas is going to eat with uh yeah. ryan again you know what i mean and like gaseki gaseki has a wide catch area i really liked him but bias i saw a lot more of him than i did logan thomas last year. oh logan thomas was cooking yep. last year yep cooking last year um, lance so. what between the two which one i'd go gaseki and you are undecided, who's? No, I'll, I'll probably go with Logan Thomas here. <sighs> All right, now I'm going to make the pick. Uh, I'm in six foot six, man. Like, Logan Thomas, we did go with Lance last time, and I did promise Ooze we're going with his pick next. So now, Wolf Furler, uh, Sermon. So what, what's your thought now? Now that you short up tight end, what are you looking for still? Let me go through the picks, and then we'll get to that. Uh, Sermon, the rookie from San Francisco, Tom Brady and Matt Stafford went off the board. James Conner, Chenault, Curtis Samuel, Marcus Brown, uh, Michael Carter from the Jets. Uh, Fournette went, Waddle went, the rookie from Miami, Cooks, Zach Moss, Drake, Landry, Joe Burrow from the ACL. And we're in the ninth round, end of the ninth round, and we're going to have a turn come back with the fourth pick of the 10th and our team currently is Mike Gaskins, Javante Williams, Devonte Adams with Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Logan Thomas, and Tyler Lockett in our flex and Devonte Smith rookie for the Eagles sitting on our bench. So for me, I'll probably go back to running back and then I'm looking at um, any of those handcuffs or any of those players that you know are in the lower spectrum of the of the like of the team meaning they're not they're more of a pass heavy team than a run heavy team or or a balance team so i know i saw a nice name out there um devante uh i said devante uh <laughs> devin singletary um i don't like the bills running game at all between him and zach moss i think is zach moss still on the board you know no, he's off. He, go, he's he off. just went. 
he just so, three picks. Actually, sorry, I'll stay away from him. Actually, um, <laughs> I actually thought Zach. If that's why I was looking for Zach Mahomes. Zach Mahomes still there? I'll probably go for him because he is the for sure number one. Um, but they their running game is isn't there. It's all Josh Allen, right? So him, Stephon Diggs, they're just moving a rock vertically. And if if it's the running back, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen, which is already off the board. You know, what I mean, he had. He averaged, I think, like 34 or 40 yards a game when rushing, right? So uh, if it was me, I'll probably go Naeem Hines. He was the uh, wide receiving back out of Indy. I just know that for sure because I watched him all the time. And he was a great PPR slash flex player for me last year. Lance, what's your thought process here? Is it running back or is it QB? I would definitely go running back. I mean, there is a tantalizing QB out there. You've got Ryan Tannehill, but I wouldn't mind grabbing another running back and maybe looking to see if Tannehill is still there on the turn. So um, just to point out the teams that are going to pick after us and by comes, comes back to us, they already have QBs. So I would assume they don't go QB. And then I would agree with your analysis there. Ryan Tannehill most likely would come back to us because these other teams have their QB. Yeah, and looking at those names of running backs, Naeem Hines, if Jonathan Taylor goes down, he's the biggest one they'll probably pick up there. Uh, Tony Pollard, I've seen what happens to well, him. Well, remember when... Marlon Mack is also back from injury. so Marlon Mack is back, but he's not going to take the pass catching, so it, no. I think it will go yes. back to yep. maybe a 50-50 split as yep. opposed to yep. only – Jonathan Taylor, oh, now we're going to plug in Mac. I don't think it's going to go that way. Tony Pollard, we have seen year after year what he has done when Zeke is out. It's not nearly enough. So I, even though you said that, I like Tony Pollard here in case he does go down. And I feel like I've read some things, even though this is hype, where they're going to utilize Tony Pollard more. And probably not as much. written by Jerry Jones? <laughs> so, so my only thing with that, like I, I also saw that. My only thing is, there's there's too many mouths to feed on that team, right? There's there's way too many mouths to feed on that team. It's a good thing for for being the Cowboys, you know, C Baby here being the only Cowboys fan. Um, there's, but think that, about like but, Indianapolis, the the QBs down for a few weeks. They're gonna have to be passing. Who's yeah. the one catching it out of the back? Exactly. There's going to be Hines. a lot of checkdowns, and you know when it comes to that, and you know yeah, when the backup quarterback's going to be checking it down. It's mm-hmm. going to be Jacob Eason do got an arm though, but yes, there's going to be a lot of checkdowns there. I will say this: we'll take the Naheem Hines pick because you both are both on board with that. But when it comes to the Cowboys and what other offenses like the Bills, Atlanta. High-powered offenses, especially like the Cowboys, I want a piece of that offense in each one of my leagues, I think. And even if it is like a Tony Pollard. So we don't have to take that pick, but I'm just throwing it out there. I want a piece of high-powered offense uh, no matter what league I'm in. And I think we have that, but in my mind, if you're like going for like a Cowboys team and you want a piece of that, then Tony Pollard would be the pick here for me. And, but and I did I, go Naheem Hines. And I get it. Mother and effort. I, and and I get it because of the fact that, you know, you got so many um, 
it's it's going to be fun to watch, right? Yep. But at the same time, I feel like again, too many miles for you. Got CB Lamb, got Mark Cooper, got Michael Gallup. Then you got um your tight end. What's his Shoot, name? Uh, Jarwin. Jarwin. You know, what I mean, they're saying he's he's come back slimmer, faster, and then Zeke is going to be out there. Zeke is slimmer, faster, or what it could be back to his college. You know, you know Ohio State days. You know, so when you talk about Tony. Yes, they're going to implement them, but how much? You know, what I mean, when you got three wide receivers that can are can that can do his job, and another running back that can also do the job of, you know, being a receiving back and being more elusive and more stronger than him. Now, isn't I don't want to get too much into this because, like I said, we got to put the kids to bed. But isn't that the same argument in Tampa Bay? You have a lot of mouths to feed there. You got your three wide outs. You got your two running backs, and uh, you still got Gronk. Still got the tight ends. Um, yeah. So what I, what I would say is, you can just base it off of recent bias. Is that you know when it comes to Tom Brady, he one doesn't doesn't do a lot of checkdowns. You know what I mean? So that eliminates the pass catching of the running backs. He looks to his primary, his middle of the field, and corner route. So Mike Evans. Uh, Gronk barely got touchdowns last year. Barely got any touches. Besides the Super Bowl. <laughs> besides the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, he counted in the Super Bowl, right? He called a touchdown there. Um, OJ Howard was, was injured. He's coming back. And Mike Evans is going to be the guy that's going to be catching the go routes, corner routes. And that's really it. You know what I mean? Everything else is like dink and dunk, not, but not to the running back. If you yeah. take a look at if you take a look at uh uh Ronald Jones and and how Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, they don't have a lot for the season. So hmm. I, that's that's what I would say when it, when with that argument coming about a high power hmm. offense. Yes, it's high power, but hmm. I think when you come with Tampa Bay, it's more efficient than anything else. I know you're humming out hmm. there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? We in church. Oh, you know that was I mean? a like, song stuck you, in my head. But you humming against a guy that I mean, we're talking about running the ball and getting yards not catching the ball but you like we don't even know what javante Williams was gonna do in denver the all right lock, lock looking garbage out there dog we so, digress but they, they, so no, we ain't andrew got upset we ain't digressing. Hill came off the we board ain't digressing, it didn't okay? make sense <laughs> we ain't digressing okay? tyler lawrence also came off the board we got... on instagram this is gonna be the video we ain't digressing okay <laughs> <laughs> This guy, Javante got got well, Drew. Maybe Lock. Ronald Jones Drew will Lock, throw for Drew our Lock team. Gonna be seeing ghosts out there. They, they they were trying to trade for Deshaun. They're trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers, and you gonna put the Javante Williams out there, the rookie against this line that looks like garbage man on Mondays. Come <laughs> on, man. Come on, man. Hey, I try to make it up to you with Cody, the Logan put on the, Thomas. Put on, put on put on the Instagram, dog. Let, let these guys know, man. Put put the poll up too, man. <laughs> We're gonna put a poll up. We'll do. We'll do. Javante, you know who you who who will you pick? Javante Williams. You know what my poll is? My poll is the the stats at the end of the year. That's my poll. <laughs> this guy. This you guy sure Ronald Jones, Jones doesn't get to a thousand yards. I'm reeling us back I mean, in. I'm we're fine good. with him not getting a thousand yards, but I mean, like, we're talking about last year. He missed two games. It was nine seventy eight. And he played touchdowns. four games in the playoffs and couldn't average 22 he yards. He barely played four games in the playoffs. If we took the snap count between those two, I'm pretty sure the snap count was like 70-30 Leonard Fournette. I'm real. And then what do you say in. then? 
I'm reeling us back in. I'm sorry. We're going to make this pick. And we'll we have this. this <laughs> we're going to make this pick. Uh, what Lance was trying to say was Ryan Tanhill and Tar- uh, Trevor Lawrence went off the board, and that's what made me mad. Um, I feel like QB is the pick here in the 10th round, or we can punt and go another position. Um, for me, because it's zero RB, I would stack with Matthew uh, Ryan with Calvin Ridley, but that's just me. So you guys, what would be your picks? Um, I don't, I don't like Matt Ryan. So I would let it ride one more yeah. round. Yeah. Uh, I, if Matt Ryan's like not there either. next round, I, I wouldn't cry. I actually would probably I mean, rather Kirk Cousins. It's so tough. It's so tough, right? Because Matt Ryan might be the pick this year, right? He might be that sleeper in the 10th round because of Kyle Pitts, right? The second coming of, 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 you know, my man, Tony, Tony Gonzalez, you know what I mean? Like, so I just don't it, like the other QBs. That's my problem. That's all. Right. And it's a process of elimination. Carson Wentz probably going to miss two games of the season. You don't need that. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, Tua, the left, left, you know, lefty out there, you know, we don't really know how he's going to do. Danny Dimes, you could probably do that. Um, Word in camp, he's, he's struggling. <laughs> he's struggling to get the ball to, to Kenny Galladay, right? Um, but is that just better uh, cornerback play? Because they did they did upgrading corners. Um, so, so what's your pick here, Ooze? If it's not QB, uh, t- let me take a look. At, uh, can you scroll down on our results or on our bench? Oh, bench. Uh, yeah. We have Devontae Smith and Naheem Hines, one wide receiver, one running back. So I think I'll go with I'll handcuff and go with uh, Tony Pollard here. Yeah, like why wouldn't we take that if we yeah. lost ten out? Yeah, because he's still oh he's still here. All right, yep. I can agree with that. All right, Tony Pollard's off the board. Ryan Tunyon, Michael Pittman, Corey Davis, Devontae Parker, Tyler Higby, Rugs, Devin Singletary, Smith, the tight end from Minnesota, Antonio Brown, Matt Ryan, Gus Edwards. Mooney, I like that pick. Gronk, Justin Fields, Hunter Henry, Marvin Jones. And now we're at the 11th round. And we have no quarterback, no kicker, no defense. But it's still too early for kicker or defense, everyone. Remember, pick that at the end of your drafts. And we have... Or don't even pick them at all. Yep. That is also an option. Yeah, that is also. Like for me, probably, I'll probably pick a kicker. If it's a defense, I'll just stream the defense, but I'll put a player in that in that spot. That way, you know, because it's almost like an extra bench spot. Um, that way I can uh, see how the team goes before the first uh, week of the season. Can you show us the running backs? Oh, wait, is that? Did I just see McCall? Yes, you did. I was going to say that. McCall Hardeman is still there. I, this is unbelievable. You, you know where I'm going. I'm going straight for McCole. Lance? You want me, Cole, huh? With wide receiver heavy? I mean, I wouldn't. I like B. Cole. Um, 
Grab me. I do that if I was doing no running backs. I probably still would try and hit up a running back, but we don't have a whole lot of great options there. For for me, for me, Miko is a trade bait right there. Lance, what's your? Yeah, go for it. Miko is a trade bait right there. Look, if you look at some of the 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 teams that are struggling with uh, wide receivers, stash a hold, grabbing and stashing McCole. Probably a good idea around, you know, the 11th or 12th round. And being we, we discussed this earlier, um, the risk of people catching COVID. Um, Lamar Jackson came off the board already. We're looking at Kirk Cousins still sitting there. I like Kirk Cousins despite everything. He still put up top 10 numbers last year. He's you still like one of <laughs> top you 10 like in the 12th like round. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that in the 12th round. No, remember Kirk when he did Cousins? that? And uh, Washington, Washington, that man was on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That man was on. You like that? My man's pre-workout was smacking. (laughs) That John was busting, busting. We weren't making fun of your pick glance. We were literally mocking uh, Kirk Cousins when he came out of the locker room screaming. You like that after I think that comeback win or something, something happened. Yeah. But um, he was. Throwing so, his hand at the so camera. For, yeah, me, for me, um, do I do I like Kirk Cousins there? No. Um, I'll probably remember our QB options though. I'll probably be like if you go down, I'm pretty sure uh Cam Newton's still there. I'm probably going Cam this year. Whoa. You don't like Cam? I don't either. Cam? No. Okay. Oh, I think I, you like, <laughs> I think you could get Cam in the sixteenth round. That's how I like Cam. I if if for me, I'd rather go Cam than and or go somewhere else. I'm not picking Kirk Cousins. I'm not picking Kirk Cousins. I mean, there's no, there's no oh, shot. What what's the other there's, pick? There's go no back to the quarterback real quick. There, there's no what's, shot. I'm what's your Kirk what's still your have pick Deshaun Watson not, there? If it's a not lot here. of at, at this late in the game, you're dealing with a lot of uh, risk. So Cam is. By far the largest risk, I would say. Um, and that's saying something considering Deshaun Watson is still sitting there. So I heard for Go Kurt and, and hope Deshaun is still there when it comes back around. But we're Deshaun, in the 12th round. You've got to start picking something at quarterback. Yeah, and I, I understand. But at the same time, I don't think Kirk Cousins is the answer. Okay. So what's um, the pick? Here? Top 10 quarterback last year, and he's not an answer. And quarterback. Was he fantasy or NFL, or was he fantasy? Playing? So I mean, he he was thirty five or thirteen with four forty two hundred yards. I still don't like it this year, though. Ooze, what's your pick then? And make it and make it kind of fast because the timer is going down. Uh, I'm probably going uh, right, uh, running back or tight end. I should probably go tight end here. Give me an Evan Ingram. End. Probably go uh, yeah. or Adam Troutman. No, I'll probably go ever Ingram here. Zach Ertz is probably a good pick as well. Um, because he's saying he's staying. I think he's gonna be a check down. I you know what? I might take a flyer and go and go uh Zach Ertz. And Lance is saying Kirk Cousins. I don't like Kirk Cousins here. Right, Lance? I mean, I think you should go quarterback, but if we're not going quarterback, I wouldn't go tight end. I would definitely look back at my running backs. Um, you could get Zach Ertz another round or two from here. 
you can get you probably won't get Evan Ingram out here past here, but you're not gonna Zachary's is still gonna be there. We will highlight this on another show, most likely our draft tips, but streaming a quarterback is an option. Also we, an option, but uh it's tough. We, we it, again, it is tough, and we're already doing something that is rather tough with the zero RB. I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins. Ooze, I'm sorry. We did go Logan Thomas last time, and only because it's our starting QB, and we need something there. And I don't trust the rest of the QBs. Uh, but my thing is right. If we take a look at Kirk Cousins, I. It's another high-powered offense. So it's like – and I and I agree with Lance in a little bit that he was a top 10. He'll be bottom of the top 10 again most likely if everything plays out for him. You have Justin Jefferson, Thielen, uh, Cook. I mean, what could go wrong? It could go wrong, but hopefully not a lot. Hopefully it's yeah, a repeat. Yeah, but you waited this year. long. I still would go two quarterbacks in a draft like this, especially going that long. I would take somebody who's kind of known, and then I'd take a flyer on somebody who's a risk. Uh, now, what, what that risk why, is, why, is it, why, is why it Cam disrespect- Newton? Is it Deshaun Watson? Why are we disrespecting Cam like this? Huh? Or are we going Mac Jones? Are we why just going to we- disrespect? I don't want to get into it, but we got to make another y'all, pick. Y'all. And I'm not trying to disrespect Cam. Gonna put I'm going to put some respect on his name. All two of y'all. <laughs> Well, Zach Ertz is still there. I don't put respect to my man Cam's name, old tool, y'all. Okay. What's your pick for the 13th round? Y'all gonna put some respect on my name, old <laughs> tool, y'all. Okay. I'm if not. Cam Newton is still respect. there in the 16th round. Take. I'm not. I'm not doing this with y'all. Okay. What What's our pick? I hear the 13th y'all. Round? I hear you on this roster up podcast blasting my name. My name Cam Newton. <laughs> AKA Superman. You would take AKA, Cam Newton before his, his Zacherts? AKA Top Hat Cigars. Okay. I mean, the he law, would still be there. The law and see, baby, y'all gonna put some respect on my name, all two of y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cam Newton. But can we have Ooze back to make this the, I'm one back. of these final picks? <laughs> I'm back. I'm uh, Like you said, I'm probably taking uh, a nice flyer here. Maybe if you go to. Um, well, we're still missing a tight end if you if you wanted to. And, and looking down at the, you know, we're, we're 13, 14, 13, yep. right? You know, there's there's uh people like Paris Campbell out there, Christian Kurt. I like St. Brown. St. Brown's out there for Detroit. Um, Daquan Smith is a good one because um, what's his face is not there anymore. We got Hubbard rookie for another handcuff. So I mean, tell me, make this make this kind of quick, but you know, what's your pick here? Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's not a bad pick either. Yep. I I can get with that. Lance. Go go, Tevin. Let's let's get that running back short up. He didn't want no sauce with Cam Newton. I don't. (laughs) I don't. I didn't list off the other players that just went before this pick but you can catch our draft board on the website we'll post pictures to the socials but after this pick with tevin coleman we got paris campbell christian kurt crowder hubbard uh james white and who is this uh chicago's tight end kidney kidney okay 
And our team is looking like Kirk Cousins, Miles Gaskins, Javante Williams, and our stacked wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Kilvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Logan Thomas, and Tyler Lockett in our flex. With our bench, Devontae Smith, Naeem Hines, Tony Pollard, McCole Hardman, and Tevin Coleman. Let's make these three picks real fast because I want to do a brief overview. Um, yeah. We're going to go defense, take the Rams if they're sitting there. Lance says defense. Go tight end. Let's take our let's take our second tight end here. Zach Ertz, everybody. Oh, let's see. I'm like, I see, like, I like myself some Zach Ertz here. Uh, I did Kirk Cousins for Lance, so we'll do Zach Ertz for Ooze on this one. And then our first defense came off the board, and we can we have the option of not picking a defense or Ooh, a kicker. Sean Penny was was a good pick down there. Oh yeah, and like you said, St. Brown was good. Was a good pick down there. Marlon Mack. Oh my God, I can't believe you got that much. And we got defenses: Steelers, Rams, 49ers, New England. Give me England. the Rams. Give me the Rams. Lance Rams still same. Yeah, they're top, the top five the last three years. I still mm-hmm. think they're going there. If Carson Wentz is out first first week, give me the Rams first week. And then we have a couple kickers off the board in the 14th, no, 15th round. We had Wayku go off, Tucker and Butner. Give me all domes, all uh, dome kickers. Another tip is what Ooze just said dome kickers. So you don't have to deal with the weather or wind. Yep. So we've got who's in a dome? So for me, so for me, so for me, you just stream them. Right when they're home, yeah, because it went their way in that weather. It was well, the first two quarters of the season, you know, the first eight games when we get in the late October when it gets chilly, gets a little windy, the fall, you know, all you basic beeps out there, you know, what I mean, with your you know, flannels, boots, and you know, <laughs> so you want to you want to stream, uh, you want to stream, uh, the, those domes, the dome kickers, uh. I'm good with Greg. He's in the dome and yeah, cowboy offense. So we took Greg Zerline, Greg the leg, kicker for Dallas, and our draft is now complete. Sorry, we took a little bit long, but let's recap our team. Uh, let me actually put this up instead. So, Lance, give me the pick to promote here. Uh, the pick to promote, I think Kitten Tyler Lockett down there in the fifth round was big, um, considering his his ability to compete as a number one on that team with DK Metcalf. Um, not taking Metcalf in the second and third round, but getting his compatriot in Tyler Lockett was a very big thing, um, allowing us to take Miles Gaskin in the fourth round, but still get a quality wide receiver in the fifth. I, I concur. The, that's the pick to promote. Ooze, give me the pick to demote, but not be Javante Williams. <laughs> oh my God. How can you not how can you take that away from me? Because <laughs> I already knew where your head was well, at. Well, let me let me get my demotion out there then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like that Javante Williams pick. I just I just feel that, like other that, than that one. 
No, because we're all we're always going to all the three of us are going to disagree. We need to know the truth. Okay, (laughs) Devontae Williams ain't the answer at the at six, four. Give me give me your second emotion. (laughs) My second emotion. I don't even think I have one. Okay. I because I, I think he demotes Javante again. <laughs> I I would devote Javante again. I just feel like there was so Send much. Send him to the eighth round. If it wasn't for three minds and and just killing this draft, I I feel like this is a very good team. And we had you know, if we had other people here that were like you know just a tad a little smart in the CPUs, um, I feel like this. Javante Williams pick at 6-4 would definitely hurt us. Like, I feel like that would just... But we got a nice value at Devontae Smith, a wide receiver. Logan Thomas after that. But besides that, I think the draft does really well as a zero RB. Um, but I just don't... I just don't... I just don't like... That he might he, he might even be my bust of the year. That's how bad it is. I don't like the pick. Guys, stay tuned for our sleepers bust and uh must draft players and rookies because you might see javante williams and oozes bust this year but to finally recap our team we have kirk cousins miles gaskin javante williams javante adams calvin ridley keenan allen logan thomas tyler lockett really loving the zero rb approach and the wideouts we took and getting tyler lockett in this fifth round and then Greg the leg Rams defense and our bench has Devontae Smith Naheem Hines Tony Pollard McCole Hardman Tevin Coleman and Zach Ertz who used to be what a second third round pick yeah so if he shows any life that might be a real good trade bait or starting tight end you never yeah. know Absolutely. Or, or flex if it comes I to absolutely it. love this draft. I'm not gonna hold you. The nice spot is my spot in in my in our main league. And going this route is just it just seems just a, a, a viable way to go when you're talking about big dogs of the running back game, tier ones going off the board, and just utilizing the 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 spot at nine and getting wide receivers where you know there's three wide receivers plus effects plus a flex. So that's four wide receivers you can start. I'm going to grab three out of the four in the first three rounds. Why not? Amen to that. So that's our draft. That's our show. We're sorry we went a little long, but we hope this was, you know, useful and good information. We will see you later this week for another show. It's been real. Thanks for watching or listening. I was about to say watching. And we'll see you next time. From me and Cam Newton, we out. (laughs) Me and Javante, we'll see you in the playoffs. (laughs) 